Okay, I think we are live. What's up, everybody? Let me see if uh, the Facebook gods are working in our favor right now. I'm refreshing things on my end. Okay, I think. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to your special edition of a daily dose of awesome. Uh, I'm not even going to say it's your live 50 minutes of daily motivation because uh, we're going to go for we're going to shoot for about a half hour with some special time with. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Mike Dillard. What's up, Mike? How's it going? Hey, brother. Great to be here. Super excited. Yeah, man. I'm I'm really excited. Uh, Mike, uh, everyone in our community, I think, knows, uh, you know, my story in terms of uh, how you impacted my life with a little book called Magnetic Sponsoring. In fact, I got them lined up over here. You can't see it on the, the split screen, but I got the 2014 copy yep. as well. Cool. There. Um, and, and actually, that is my original copy right here. That nice. One. The original one that's all like torn up and yep. highlighted and uh you know notes in the margins all that stuff and uh you know so i want well, one i just wanted to thank you for the impact you've made on, uh, on my life and isn't it kind of like just pretty cool that like now i'm a partner in essentially the system that you originally started that was attached to, to magnetic sponsoring uh you know it's amazing it's amazing man <laughs> you guys have done like such a such an awesome job building up the company to what it is over the last few years and mm -hmm. and have taken taken the strategies to such an amazing level and uh, awesome. it's just been awesome brother yeah thank you man well thank you for being on i know people are just rolling in uh you know saying hello uh, awesome so uh i'm i'm gonna skip my normal introduction because this is we got a limited amount of time and i want to just hop right into uh, what people are excited about today we've relaunched magnetic sponsoring the 2019 edition mm -hmm. uh, it's actually called the revised and expanded edition uh, it's being married once again with the original system uh, we're calling it the attraction marketing system back in the day it was called the magnetic sponsoring system and uh, so magnetic sponsoring and the attraction marketing system are once again reunited i've uh, there's some bonus chapters that are available for download uh, when you get your copy today, you can actually go get Magnetic Sponsoring right now at, let me see, there it is, MagneticSponsoring.com. So you go to MagneticSponsoring.com, you can get the book for free. You just have the cover shipping, and the cost of shipping depends on what country, U.S. Uh, or international. Uh, I think U.S. starts at 8 bucks, just under 8 bucks for, for getting your copy. Uh, and you could also get a digital pack where you can actually get the PDF download for immediate cons consummation. And also, uh, Mike will be recording an audio version, so you can actually pre-order the audio version as well and, and get that in a few weeks uh, after Mike goes into studio. And so make sure to go get your copy right now. We just relaunched. Today is opening day, uh, which I'm pretty excited about. And But more importantly, I'm excited about having you, you here, Mike. So You've been out of the game for a little bit. You've, you've retired in 2010 from network marketing, been up to some incredible things, which we'll definitely get to. But uh, if you can fill in the people that don't know about you, or don't know your background, or, or maybe know a little bit, but you know not not the full story. And obviously, we don't have uh, you know 10 hours for you to share your entire life story, but it's a pretty interesting one. Yeah. Just give us a little runway in terms of your background and how you uh, how you got started in network marketing and and how you know, we got to this point where you launched this little book that changed a lot of lives. Uh, yeah, gosh, I got started in network marketing when I was in college. And, you know, one of the, the great things about the network marketing industry is that it's really accessible. 
uh, to folks, especially if you're on a budget, you can usually start a business for a couple hundred bucks. And as a, a broke college student, that was appealing to me, especially considering that that was in like the late nineties. I was at Texas A&M from 96 to 2001. And that's web 1.0 days. That's before social <laughs> media. That's, before, you know, that's there were, forums. there were forums back then, right? <laughs> we're mailing CDs and cassette tapes, like fax on demand stuff, right? So the internet marketing world did not exist then. And so network marketing was a phenomenal opportunity for someone at my age and, and with my budget. Unfortunately, I absolutely sucked at it. I failed miserably for five years. I probably joined 12 different companies. I had phenomenal mentors and I just struggled. And the main thing that I struggled with was just talking to people, uh, having self-confidence, selling anything. I was scared to death to pick up a phone and call prospects. I was very, very much uh, an introvert back then. I didn't even know what introverts and extroverts were uh, at the time, but I just didn't really enjoy talking to people in person or over the phone. It was an intimidating experience. And when you're 20 years old, trying to pitch a business opportunity, you're broke and 20 years old, trying to pitch a business opportunity to someone who's in their thirties or forties and who has a career, you, you don't really feel like you're in an integrity in, in that kind of uh, situation. And so that just added to the insecurity. Uh, so Siri just apologized to me. That was really funny. Um, <laughs> but uh, I didn't want to give up. And five years went on without any success. Again, moved from company to company thinking that somehow that was going to make a difference. It never did. And in every single company, there were people walking across stage making a ton of money. And after you've seen that enough times, you start to realize, well, the only piece of this puzzle here that's the same is me. I'm the only problem in every single one of these opportunities. And that's when I, I got some great advice from a mentor who said, look, man, you're you're trying to make all of this money from a network marketing business, but you haven't mastered any particular skill yet. And when I sat down and I looked at the people walking across stage, the one thing that all of them had in common is that they had mastered a skill set. It was either closing people over the phone, closing people at a home party, speaking from stage, whatever it may be, they had become world-class at, at least one particular prospecting technique. And I had not. So mm. no wonder I wasn't getting any results. So I, did what they said, bit bit my lip, dove in, started making 100, 200 cold calls a day and just doing whatever I had to do to start to get results. And thankfully, I finally started to figure out the prospecting piece. I started to figure out posture and confidence. I started to figure out how to close people over the phone and I started to build a team. And I don't know how big it was at the time. I probably got up to a team of about 300 distributors and so it wasn't huge, but it was enough to where I realized I'd figured this out and I, I could just keep doing what I'm doing and, and start to build a, a big business or not. And unfortunately, by that point, I realized I didn't really enjoy it. I didn't enjoy that process. And so what am I going to do now? I've invested five or six years of my life into this industry. I finally figured it out. I'm finally making money and I, and I am not really in, having a good time or, or liking what I'm having to do to build this business. So the question I asked was, well, how would I like to build this business? What would be fun to me? How would I enjoy it? And, uh, you know, at that point, the, the answer was, well, it would be really amazing if 
people reached out to me ready to get started. If they called me or emailed me and had all of the info, knew the pricing, knew everything that was involved, and they were basically just ready to get started. And I said, if I could get 20 to 30 people a day to call me in that position, that sounds like a lot of fun. I'm just collecting money at that, at that point. And so I started to ask myself, well, how could I make that happen? And that's when I discovered direct response and uh, all of the old direct mail guys. And I realized that you could create a sales pitch uh, and use direct response mail in order to provide them with all of the information they would need to make a decision and just have a call to action at the end to essentially give me a ring if they're ready to get started. Uh, and the, the way to start out that process was essentially to start teaching. If you start teaching, even if you don't know a lot, you know more than your prospects do if they've never been in the industry, uh, they've got something to learn from you. And if you're teaching, it puts you in a position of leadership. And what a lot of people don't realize about network marketing is the entire industry and the entire business is a business based on leadership by definition, by uh, the definition of the compensation model and the compensation plan. You don't get paid unless you are a leader who builds an organization. And so the quickest way to position yourself as a leader is, again, to educate people and to teach. And so that's really where I shifted my focus was just teaching people lessons that I've learned, what worked, what didn't work, and uh, put what I knew into a little booklet called Magnetic Sponsoring, which was originally a instruction manual for my team. And it taught them how I was attracting prospects to me. It taught them how I was marketing and generating leads for free. It taught them how I was selling my opportunity automatically through these, uh, these different mediums and sales pieces. And that was uh, a revolutionary concept at the time. Uh, so it caught on like fire and expanded way beyond my personal team and company. So we ended up turning it into a generic booklet started selling that online and people from all different companies started to buy it. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's really when it took off. Uh, I used the concepts that are in that book to become the number one distributor in the business that I was in at the time. Um, I think I sponsored maybe 20 people. And out of those 20 people, because of the strategy that I used, they were a very specific set of people and group of people. I think half of them became the top 10 earners in the, uh, in the company. And by default, I became the number one since they were all on my team. And the neat part was, is the strategies we teach in that book, uh, all of the marketing costs that we put into advertising campaigns and lead gen were automatically paid for themselves and essentially were free. So I think I built an email list up to about 350,000 people. Uh, that led to all kinds of other additional revenue opportunities and revenue streams. And the blueprint of how all of that's done is essentially in magnetic sponsoring. That's, that's fantastic, man. Uh, guys, if you guys are getting value from what Matt, uh, Mike is sharing here, drop me a number seven in the comment section. Uh, you know, Mike, many people, when they had that realization that, hey, the only variable here that's different is me, would have concluded, well, maybe I shouldn't be in this space. Maybe I'm not cut out to be in network marketing and pretty much drop out and quit. What was in your mind or what mindset work had you done prior to that that just didn't allow you to go there, that maybe I'm not cut out for this, and instead you chose to get resourceful and figure out a way to do it that fits you? Well, that's the really frustrating part about the network marketing industry. It's frustrating because it's all built on the concept of duplication and doing what your upline does. And the challenge is, is 
network marketing by its very name and definition is about people. It's about building relationships with people and not being necessarily a sophisticated online marketer. It's neighbor to neighbor, friend to friend, relationship to relationship. And if you're an introvert like I am, that's not a fun thing to do. <laughs> uh, if you're an extrovert, you're a natural for that industry and the way that that industry has traditionally been built. And so I stopped, when I made that realization, I stopped blaming myself for my lack of results and the challenges that I was having in the industry. And I just said, you know what? I'm wired differently. And I need to come up with a way to build this type of business in a way that is congruent with how I am wired and my personality type. And there's nothing wrong with what my upline is telling me to do, but that's what works for them. And the reason I'm struggling is because it's not aligned with how I work. And so I just said, okay, I need to build this business in a way that's aligned with, with me and my personality type. And that's when everything changed. And at that point, I just really decided to, again, ask myself certain questions. What would be fun? What would I enjoy doing? Okay, great. How do we build that out? What does that process look like? And the, you know, that ends up being a, a kind of a backwards engineering type of concept. It's quite simple. Um, it's a fairly simple puzzle to figure out the skills that you need to actually pull it off need to be learned. They're completely learnable. Um, but it's just a little bit of a shift and it, it requires you to take some ownership for who you are, how you're wired, how you know yourself, how well you know yourself, and then deciding, okay, is this industry right for me? And if it is right, then how do I want to build this business so that I'm congruent with my personality type and my wiring? And that was really how I approached it. So. Awesome, man. And in, in the book, especially, I mean, uh, definitely in the early versions of the book, you talked about, you reference what other network marketing leaders, like big leaders, like in the Amways of, of network marketing, who were doing personal branding, who were building essentially a retail business outside of their network marketing business. And you reference that as almost like, a, I don't know, well, you tell me, was that something that you thought like, well, you know, how can I take what they're doing and make it accessible to you know, the newest person or the person starting at the bottom as opposed to somebody that's already at the top? Did that, how did that kind of work out? Well, I am personally of the opinion based on all of those years in that industry that network marketing is not duplicatable. Uh, the people who make six or seven figures in that industry are leaders who have mastered and perfected certain skill sets. And that's why they're getting paid accordingly. It is not realistic to think that those actions are duplicatable. Not everybody is meant to be a leader. Not everybody is going to put in the effort and the time and the years of hard work to develop themselves and become a leader. And so I, it, you know, it's kind of a hard spot because if you do have a brand new distributor and if they were actually told what would be required to make six or seven figures in that industry, they would never sign up. <laughs> Most of them would say no. <laughs> So you have to you have to kind of coddle them and give them a little one two three step type deal you know find three who find three type situation but it's doing them a disservice at the end of the day because it's selling them on a dream and a process that's not necessarily true. I don't know of a single leader in that industry who makes six or seven figures that built and continues to build their business 
the way that they teach their new distributors. Mm -hmm. Never seen it. Um, you up level your skills as a leader. You like, have to. There are leadership skills you got to learn. Otherwise, you can't grow beyond this much. Yes. Yes, exactly. As I say in the book, network marketing is an industry of marketing and promotion pursued by people who have no idea how to market or promote. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you want to succeed in that industry, you have to learn those skill sets, leadership, marketing, promotion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the moment you learn those skills, which is what happened with me, the door busts wide open and you start to get results because all of a sudden now you have the ability to, to execute and do it successfully. So all of those, uh, all of those leaders, again, kind of follow the approach of magnetic sponsoring, meaning they teach that puts them in a leadership position. Um, and usually they have some sort of ancillary revenue. It might be through the sale of a book, a training website, training program, a course, uh, a training weekend, whatever it may be, but they're making other streams of income beyond what they make from their primary network marketing opportunity. And that's a really important piece to this puzzle because it's very, very, very difficult to do paid ad campaigns from uh, just the sales and revenue that you would make through your compensation plan. It's, you know, again, kind of by design, there's pros and cons to it. And if you're selling a hundred dollar dollars worth of product on a comp plan that's seven levels deep and you make, you know, five to ten dollars per level per sale and on your sale, you're only making, you know, ten, twenty dollar commission, something like that. Uh, you that's not enough money to run a paid ad campaign with. Right. So you have to have ways to support and generate revenue uh, in addition to your primary product and opportunity. And you also want to have a way to monetize all of the prospects and leads that you do generate that say no, that don't want to join your opportunity. Maybe they're already involved in another company, whatever it may be. But I would say on average, 95 to 97% of people who look at your business are going to say no, but it doesn't mean you can't turn them into a customer for a different type of product. Like let's first say, for example, a copy of magnetic sponsoring, right? So if they're building another business, they still need training. They still need help. They still need expertise. And you have, if you have products to offer them to sell, uh, it's a very good chance that they're going to buy those products, even if they don't join your business. And as someone who is paying for marketing costs and an ad campaign, that money is absolutely critical. You have to have it in order to stay in the black or even make a profit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think that's what the the breakthrough that that you made with magnetic sponsoring in addition to the teaching is you made a system like that accessible because normally for the average person it would cost tens of thousands potentially six figures to create something like that which we invest six figures in, in the, you know the attraction marketing system we have here every single year to kind of maintain it upgrade it etc and you for the first time gave that unfair advantage that was normally accessible to the highest earners uh, in a company and you made it accessible to the world. You made it accessible to me. You know, I'm no dummy. I have, you know, an engineering degree and, uh, you know, went to school and got good grades, all that stuff. But, you know, network marketing was an entirely different type of puzzle that where no one was being honest with me in terms of what it took to actually succeed. Uh, and going to magnetic sponsoring was the first time somebody talked to me like an adult. Mm. And, and and basically processed out. This is what the process is going to look like. 
this is what you've got to accept uh, in the process of, of taking this on. Uh, you got to learn skills. And I really appreciated you speaking to, to me as an adult uh, back then when I was, you know, going through these pages right here. So I, I totally get what you're, what you're saying. Man. Yeah. I, it was one of the biggest and annoying things about the industry when I was going through it is that all the leaders just talked about the amount of money they were making and here's the simple things you need to do. And then once you go behind the scenes and actually sit at their desk and watch them do what they're doing, which is what I did, they were not telling the truth. Uh, and again, I understand why they weren't telling the truth because they would scare everybody off if they did. Uh, but for me, it was liberating to see what it actually took because now my expectations were in check and I could actually go take those actions and do that work rather than just being like, Hey, I'm handing out leads and posting flyers. Why am I not making money yet? Yeah. So my goal has always been to just tell people straight up what's required so that they have a real honest chance and they can decide, ah, this is for me or if it's not right. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's kind of always been the, the approach that we've taken. Awesome, man. Uh, I'm going to do something special, Mike. I, hmm. I want this message. We're already at 500 going up, uh, viewers watching live right now. Cool. Uh, which is pretty awesome. I think you just broke our record for most live viewers. I've broken uh, mine too, because I've never <laughs> done a Facebook live. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, I want you guys to be sharing this live on your personal profile, on your fan pages in a group. After we're done with this call, I'm going to select somebody uh, to give them something very special. It's not going to give them the newest copy of Magnetic Sponsor, and they can get that on their own uh, for free for shipping. I have an extra copy of the 2008 version of Magnetic Sponsoring here. Uh, and it's obviously, you know, some stuff in the back as it relates to advertising, a little dated. But I just I want you guys to get a little perspective as to, like, you know, how things uh, were being communicated back then in a world that was void of social media. And really, we have an awesome opportunity now that we have social media uh, to do a lot more than even we had, you know, back then when it was just straight up, you know, AdWords ads and, and text to, to landing page. Uh, so I'm giving this away. I'm going to pick somebody at the end uh, after Pretty we're done. Cool. There's, uh, there's only so many of those in the world yeah. that haven't been printed in years. We're not printing these. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to nail this to you personally. Uh, so I'm going to pick one person. So. Share it wide, share share this live on your personal fan page, group, whatever. And I'll, uh, for every entry, I'll uh, increases the likelihood of you being selected. So go ahead and do that right now. Guys, if, if you've had at least one aha, if not 10 ahas, uh, drop us a number five, give Mike a high five here. Uh, we'll continue on with the interview, but give, show him some love. Uh, so Mike, so when Magnetic Sponsoring came around, this stuff is making sense right now, I think to everybody that's live. Uh, or at least those that are participating. Maybe there's some new people that are like, wait, what the hell is this magnetic sponsoring thing I never heard of? Uh, and and that kind of leads me to my next question. When magnetic sponsoring came out, uh, <laughs> we all know that you were the most loved guy in the industry when that happened. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know, I, I kid you. you. You weren't exactly the most popular guy. You got a lot of uh, flack, uh, you know, people saying things in private, in your face. Uh, I think you once told me that you got you almost got, got like, you know, uh, ambushed at an event where they were like uh, invited you, and then they kind of tried to basically, uh, you know, demonstrate how magnetic sponsoring, you know, didn't work. Well, you know, it was really so. That was really interesting. My 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 dear friend Art Jonak, who I've always loved and have a tremendous amount of respect for, uh, invited me to come speak at at his event, which was one of the biggest in the industry yeah. at the time, and and it was a very divisive atmosphere, meaning half 
the crowd read the book and got it and loved it. And half the crowd were the old school network marketers who thought I was the devil because I was putting ideas in their distributors' heads that were not aligned with follow the protocol, right? Follow the duplicatable system. And they didn't understand internet marketing. They didn't understand where the world was going. And all they knew is that I was throwing a wrench in their plans and what they had been building. And they weren't happy about it. Uh, you know, Randy Gage specifically was uh, was one who took me to task. And unfortunately, I, you know, he didn't read the book. He was he was he was not happy with the way magnetic sponsoring affiliates were promoting and advertising the book under his keyword and under his names. And I think we had like fifteen thousand affiliates at the time. So I clearly am not managing every or you know watching over everybody's activities. Uh, mm -hmm. And there were people who were doing some uh, less than integrous things to promote the book. Um, so I understood that. But at the same time, he never read it. And so he and ironically, what uh, what is really interesting is I read every single thing that Randy Gage ever created. And I got part of the idea for magnetic sponsoring, modeling what he did, which was to write books and and have other ways to to monetize your prospects. Uh, so I took that straight from him and what he was doing. So I thought it was really interesting that he was critical of it. But anyway, at the end of the day, uh, all great new ideas are going to be divisive. Mm -hmm. Robert Kiyosaki was the same way with Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and Your House is Not an Asset. Yeah. Still to this day, he gets flack for that, but he was telling the truth. And it might be an inconvenient truth that people who've invested in the deception have a lot riding on. Uh, and okay, that's, that's too bad. You know, there's nothing I can do about that. I'm just going to tell the truth as I know, as I know it to be. And that's all I could do. And the people like yourself and so many others who had their lives changed by the book are living proof and testimony that, uh, you know, the concepts work and that it's real and, and that it's honest. And, uh, and it was a game changing product that, change the industry and it was just the right message at the right time and you know that's that's all that it was and it was kind of to each their own but uh it's you know one of the biggest pieces of work that i've ever put out and that's a message for everybody out there when i wrote that book it was a training manual 54 pages for my team <laughs> i didn't have any grand ambitions of selling hundreds of thousands of copies or having it turn into this massive company it was just a training manual. Um, but when you have a revolutionary idea that can help a lot of people, it tends to take on a life of its own. And here we are. I wrote the first copy in 2005. So we're 15 years in at this point. Mm -hmm. And you guys are, you know, essentially reintroducing it to the world after I left the industry because it's more important and more effective than ever. Uh, and I just think that's amazing. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, guys, you can get your free copy of Magnetic Sponsoring revised and expanded at magneticsponsoring.com. Uh, it's just, and, and one lucky person's gonna get the 2008 version. Uh, and, you know, totally, man. Like if magnetic sponsoring had not found me or I, I found it, uh, I'd still be an engineer. I'd still be doing, you know, miserable at my job. Like this gave me a way to make network marketing make sense to me. Uh, mm -hmm. Otherwise it would not have made sense doing it old school. Um, and, you know, speaking of old school, still today, there are people who do have success. And I think you partially kind of answered it, but I, I wanted to uh, 
you know, touch on it. Uh, but by the way, do you feel in some way, do you feel validated after all these years uh, that, you know, in, I, I guess just, yeah, do you feel validated that the stuff that you introduced this, to this industry has basically made a positive impact when a lot of people were saying back then, even today? Uh, I never felt invalidated to begin with. Got it. I, I felt congruent with what I was teaching and what I was doing from the very first moment because I was getting results from it. The people on my team were getting results from it. The people who bought the book started getting results with it for the very first time. So, or maybe it's vindicated the the, the, the word. <laughs> uh, it was it, It's never. It's never been to me in question. There are people who don't agree with the strategy. It goes against what they've been teaching and what they know how to do, right? So let's just say if someone's been in, in network marketing for decades and what they've done has worked for them, they're speaking their truth. And when they tell people, hey, this is what I did and it worked for me and this is what you should do, they're being completely honest and congruent in that regard. Uh, I'm doing the exact same thing with what I did and what worked for me. And it really is up to you as the individual to choose which path you want to take based again on your personality type and how you want to build your business. So there is no right or wrong. They can both be effective. It's which one is right or wrong for you. And the thing that was missing from the industry back in my day was that choice. You didn't have a choice. You had to do what your upline said and do it this way, or it was your fault if you didn't get results and uh, too bad you're the issue. And that to me was not correct. There was a different way to build that type of business in the network marketing industry. I'm happy to say that I'm one of the people who helped bring that to the surface and introduce it. Uh, and that that's really what I'm most proud of is giving people a, the power to make a choice. Yeah. Yeah. And I, if you guys, if people go to magnetic sponsoring.com and check out our, our letter that uh, where, where they can get their, their book, the testimonials on that page are not from 2005. They're from, 2019. These are people that in recent times have had their lives, you know, transformed, you know, literally rags to riches stories, uh, thanks to these ideas. Um, but even still today, there are people who are building old school, they home meetings, home parties, three way calls, one on ones that are having a lot of success. So what what is like to the network marketer watching this, they see their upline having success with, with, you know, home meetings and home parties. Uh, they're on this call listening about talking about magnetic sponsoring. Like is, you know, is there any wrong way to do it or is it just about what, what's right for you? Uh, I just think it's, what do you enjoy doing? <clears throat> You're going to have success doing what you enjoy. If mm -hmm. you, if you enjoy holding home parties and it lights you up, then by golly, freaking go for it and do that. Uh, if you don't enjoy that, and if you don't enjoy making a hundred calls a day and, and all of that business, then try out magnetic sponsoring, uh, buy the book anyway, and take some of the principles from it on how to monetize the 95% of people who didn't join at your party or whatever it may be. Right. So mm. there's something in, in here for everyone. And what's really interesting is as social media grew, it took the principles in the book and it magnified them 10 X yeah. because the book is all about positioning yourself as a leader. And we go into the science and the biology and the neurochemistry behind why that works in the book. Um, and social media just gave us the tools to take those concepts and then magnify them 10x. 
right? Yeah. So they're more effective today than they've ever been. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I, I think uh, it. Uh, there's still a lot of leaders. Uh, there's network marketing trainers and top network marketing uh, leaders for specific companies today who are discouraging or not 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 talking about these uh, attraction marketing magnetic sponsoring concepts. Yet they themselves have massive personal brands all over social media. They're running advertising. They have funnels, uh, et cetera. So I, I think, and including some of the people you mentioned earlier. So the it's it's pretty ironic that the thing they're 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 they slammed in the past, and maybe they're not slamming now, but they're certainly not not you know uh, promoting it. Are they themselves doing it? I think that leaves a lot of clues. Uh, yeah, and it's it's just a scarcity mentality, right? Like if that's where somebody's at they're and they're afraid to lead their tribe to a tool that might help them because they might, you know, not be following blindly uh, anymore is unfortunate. And, you know, people figure that stuff out over time. So, yeah. Well, Mike, uh, transitioning. So you you left network marketing nine years, uh, nine years ago. I really love and appreciate that you've given us attractionmarketing.com elite marketing pro the opportunity to reintroduce it to a whole new generation that that maybe under you know knew a little bit of the ideas but didn't know where it came from uh but you've been up to some pretty awesome things over the past nine years so uh, give us a little runway what you have you been up to uh in terms of entrepreneurship and and what are you doing now and because i'm sure people would love to know oh gosh um I started a financial education company in 2010 after I retired from the industry because everywhere in the entrepreneurship world, whether it's network marketing, internet marketing, whatever, 99.9% .9 of the conversation is about how to make money, but nobody's talking about what to do with the money once you make it. And so learning how to invest and in, in increasing financial education for business owners was the goal of that business, which I handed off to my business partner and, and then it was sold in 2014. Um, and then after that, I really wanted to push myself in the biggest ways that I could as an entrepreneur. And so after 10 years, really as an author and, and producing two eight-figure businesses in the information space, I wanted to build a physical product. So I ended up developing the world's first hydroponic food production system for your home that grows all of your organic produce for you automatically. Nothing uh, has ever been built like it before. You can see the story at evergrow.com if you want to see it. So I spent years developing that product and we got a working prototype built, but uh, unfortunately it ended up being a much more challenging endeavor uh, that took longer and was much more expensive than was anticipated. So it didn't get to production, uh, but if you go check out that site, I'll walk you through the whole story and lessons learned and you'll get to see the system in my, in my house and all of that stuff. Uh, and I ended up investing in a, a great company called click and grow, which was a competitor, uh, at the time. And I actually have a, a call with them next week. I, I help them with their marketing now and do consulting for them. So they're a, a Y Combinator company, uh, you know, growing by leaps and bounds. And so they're, they're doing really well. I started the self-made man podcast in 2015. Uh, which is now the Mike Dillard podcast, which is a passion project of mine I've been doing for almost four years now, every single week, interviewing people like Tony Robbins, Damon John, Mike Rowe, Simon Sinek, Gene Simmons from KISS, you name it, and really just providing free mentorship and education for entrepreneurs 
not just in business and marketing, but also health, wealth, and relationships. Uh, and then now, gosh, you know, I'm really starting my career over after those big two endeavors, and I'm getting back to what I love to do most, which is teaching. And so, yeah, next year, a big focus of mine is going to be YouTube and really getting back out there in front of the camera again and, and providing leadership. Mm. Gosh, and what else? Um, I'm not really sure, you know, beyond that. I, I went through a life-threatening health challenge the last year that almost took me out. So uh, at this point, it's a, a second opportunity that I get to reevaluate my life and priorities are different now. And uh, yeah, I really want to get back to the core of what I'm, I'm great at and what I enjoy doing, which is, which is teaching folks. So awesome guys. Uh, if you've gotten value from this, uh, interview, give us a 10. I think Mike, there's, there's 10 out of 10 for everything you shared and, and really the, the direct honesty, uh, in terms of, because Mike has nothing to lose. Mike has no, no, no skin in the game in terms of network marketing. So yeah. I love that you can just share exactly how you feel and, and what you believe. And uh, those ideas are definitely reflected in the book. Uh, you know, there's a lot of leaders and a lot of trainers that are like worried about what they say because, you know, so-and-so leader brings in a lot of business, you know, might get mad, so-and-so leader uh, might get upset, but you know, there's, there's no filter here. And so I really appreciate you. Well, let's, let's talk about that real quick because it's one of the biggest parts of the book that was one of the, the pieces that was controversial. Mm which was the fact that I brought to light that building a network marketing distributorship is not building a business. It's not something you're going to will to your family. It's not something that you own. If you want to own a business, you do not own your network marketing business. You have an affiliate distributor agreement you have zero equity in the company. You don't have any say, and that distributorship can be taken away or canceled whenever they feel like doing that. And that's been those politics have been a part of the industry ever since I've been a part of it for, you know, first got involved 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And we've all seen distributors who've had massive organizations who've had them essentially hijacked by another one with a new startup that came out and, you know, ground floor level talk and all of that business. We've had distributors who've had their massive organizations nullified and taken away by the parent company and, and corporate headquarters for whatever reason they decided to do it with. Uh, there's been legal disputes that have come in and, and again, taken people's incomes away overnight. You don't own that business. It's not yours. And if you're being told otherwise, they're lying to you and that needs to stop. And so one of the core concepts of magnetic sponsoring was introducing people to the concept of building your own email list. Sure. You own that email list. That's a virtual distribution channel. You can market products, services, goods, build a relationship, whatever you want with a click of a button by sending an email to the people on that list. And if you lose your distributorship, if the company goes out of business, whatever happens, as long as you have that email list, you still yeah. are in business. That is your asset. You own it. It's you know, unbelievably valuable. If you build a, an honest relationship with the people on that list, you can continue to promote products and services to them. They can follow you to your next venture or whatever it may be. That's your asset. That's what you own. And that's what magnetic sponsoring teaches you how to build. And I remember when that concept came out and we started talking about it, people were not happy. And I'm sorry if you're not happy, but stop lying to people. Uh, that's the truth of the matter. You do not own a network marketing business. It is a piece mm -hmm. of paper. You're an affiliate 
and a distributor for that company. And there's nothing wrong with that as long as you understand that's the case. Yeah. And, and you build your system uh, and your business accordingly. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with making millions of dollars and you don't own a business. Michael Jordan made billions of dollars uh, as a basketball player. And when he retired, he retired. He wasn't getting millions of dollars indefinitely from playing basketball anymore, but he understood that. And so he created a business, he created a personal brand. And ultimately that's what we're talking about here. And that's Mike, that's what allowed you to transition to pursue your passions. You know, there's a lot of people watching this who are doing network marketing as a means to an end, not because they're passionate about network marketing, not because they want to do it forever. They want to be able to build the income to, to, you know, transition into something else. Uh, yeah, and that's magnetic sponsoring gives us the skills to make that transition sooner rather than later. Yeah, I mean, and that's when I left when I left the industry in 2010 and started that new business. Um, you know, I had my email list had a couple hundred thousand people on it. I launched the new business, and in our first seven days in a brand new industry, no advertising, nothing else other than my email list, we made 3.2 million dollars in seven days. Mm -hmm. That's because I on my list. I had a great relationship with the people on that list and they were following me in my journey and I was providing leadership. That's an asset. That's a real business. And so that's really what you want to focus on. And it goes the same. People have to be careful these days when it comes to social media. Mm -hmm. We all have seen the trans, uh, you know, the transfer of attention when it came to Facebook fan pages and everybody's building up likes. And now uh, your organic reach on a Facebook post is less than 2%. Um, same thing as with Instagram, it's now starting to decline rapidly. Your organic reach Instagram is starting to decline. So that big following of a hundred thousand Instagram followers you have, that attention is going to be, you know, it's going to start to be taken away from you and it's going to continue to happen on every single one of those platforms because they want you to pay money in the form of ad revenue. Again, you might have a massive social media following. You don't own it and it's not yours. They can close your account down, suspend your account, do whatever you want, change the algorithm, interrupt your reach. Uh, and you have no say over that. The only asset that you have ownership of these days is your email list. And that is why it is so, so important to to build that and make your primary focus. Awesome, Mike. Well, you've been really generous with your time, man. I, I want to, yeah. I know you got a full day. Thank you for so much for being on. Uh, you can guys drop whatever number you want to show your gratitude or just say a big thank you to Mike Dillard in the comments. Uh, I'm giving away an old school copy of magnetic sponsoring from 2008 uh, to anyone that shares. So do that now. And uh, you can get the, uh, the latest edition of magnetic sponsoring, the uh, revised and expanded at magnetic sponsoring.com. And also please, I encourage all of you guys to follow Mike Dillard at Mike Dillard.com, follow his podcast and all his future projects. Mike, thank you so much for Thanks, being brother. Here. You've been really love you guys. I, I love you too, man. Thank you. for Yeah. Me. Thank you guys for tuning in. Bye everybody. Take care.